From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Fu Bao Hartle is a Special Olympics athlete. He joined Capital Chat with his mom, Claire Pavia, to talk about a special event this Saturday. This year, the Alaska Law Enforcement Torch Run and Pledge Drive will take place at Twin Lakes. It's the Alaska Law Enforcement Torch Run, and it's a fundraiser that the law enforcement agencies do for Special Olympics. So it's actually their event, and they kindly do this pledge drive and run to raise money for a Special Olympics Alaska here in Alaska, and it's happening in 14 communities across the state. The event is happening simultaneously on May 20th at 10 a.m. Registration starts at 9.30. All the money raised in each community will stay in that community to help support their Special Olympic Alaskan athletes. Pavia and Hartle spoke to a significant experience with the Special Olympics. You may not know, but this past February, I went down to D.C. for Capitol Hill Day. It's a nationwide um, movement. It's called Capitol Hill Day in D.C. Yes, and he met with our senators and staff from a representative to advocate for Special Olympics. And Fubao is the athlete that was chosen to represent Alaska. We met other athletes and folks from across the nation. Hartle is also a health messenger. How to be a spokesperson is one of my biggest goals to be able to be on radio like, like today, be able to tell everybody in the community to what is happening around town. As a health minister, I've been, a, been a, an advocate too for people who can advocate for themselves. The Torch Run is expected once again to be the largest multi-community running event held in Alaska this year. It's been held nationwide and in Juneau for over 20 years. Pavia says they are always looking for more participation. So if you know someone or you yourself think you want to do something with Special Olympics, you can specialolympicsalaska.org. In the summertime, there's basketball and swimming. In the fall, there's bowling, always looking for volunteers, coaches, and athletes. And Hartle hopes to see you there this Saturday. I'm trying to stress is we need a high turnout. Hopefully, I really hoping it will be sunny on Saturday, but we still need a high turnout. The Alaska Senate on Tuesday passed a bill that would impose the state's first ever tax on electronic cigarette products. Senator Jesse Keel spoke during floor debate in favor of the measure, Senate Bill 89, on behalf of its sponsor, Senate President Gary Stevens. Keel was referring to data from the 2022 Alaska Tobacco Facts Update, released in December by the State Department of Health, showing that as of 2019, 26% of Alaska high school students used e-cigarette products. The bill would impose a 25% tax at the retail level on e-cigarette products, including liquids and delivery devices. Raising the price through the tax would discourage youth use, Kill states. Alaska's tobacco tax has not changed since 2006, a time before use of e-cigarettes, also known as vaping, became common. The current state tax does not include any provisions for e-cigarette products, though several municipalities impose their own local taxes on those products. So far, Senate Bill 89 is the only tax bill to reach either floor of the legislature in the 2023 session. Coming up next on News of the North, the Alaska Department of Labor joined Action Line. Senator Lisa Murkowski spoke on the Safe Step Act. 
And today is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia. Coming up next with Jordan Lewis. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. Rob Krieger joined Action Line from the Alaska Department of Labor to talk about housing. This is who he says is most impacted. The first-time buyers in particular, I think, benefited significantly from having rates as low as they were the past two years in 2020 and 2021. Um, That made it possible for a lot more people to participate and borrow more and be competitive. Um, But I think, you know, as rates have come up, that group, that first-time homebuyer group is going to be the most impacted and are probably going to be the ones who are um, going to kind of be kicked out of the market, at least for a while. Um, But because there's still, you know, even though there's even though rates are up i think that there's you know there's still a lot of people who want to buy houses and anytime you see rates go down which they you know they've been volatile lately anytime you see any type of a downward um swing in rates you're likely to see more people come off the sidelines and kind of keep things going over the past couple years although sales prices have been climbing rapidly low interest rates have kept things mostly manageable he says 2022 was particularly interesting because you know when you look at it you look at the year as a whole um what was happening in the individual quarters was really interesting particularly with respect to interest rates how in beginning of 2022 we start out kind of in a continuation of the heated market that we've seen since in 2020 and 2021 interest rates up a bit off their lows but still historically low and then we kind of see things change fairly quickly going into second third and fourth quarter where we're at almost uh, i think we were up from you know from first quarter of 2022 to fourth quarter of 2022 we're up almost 240 basis points finishing the year averaging about 5.75 percent in interest rates and that had a huge impact you can listen to the full interview on our website kinyradio.com Senator Lisa Murkowski spoke on the Safe Step Act. The Safe Step Act places reasonable limits on the use of step therapy and works to improve access to safer and more transparent treatments for patients. Step therapy, also known as fail first, occurs when a patient is required to try and fail on a lower cost drug before they are allowed to access the drug originally prescribed by their physician. This method has the potential to harm patients due to delayed access to most effective treatments, which can result in severe side effects and irreversible disease progression, creating additional frustration and cost for patients as they seek treatment. Here's what Murkowski said during a Senate Health, Education, Labor and Pensions or HELP committee session. Step therapy um, is one terminology for it. Uh, Others know it as fail first protocols. This requires patients to try and fail on a lower cost drug before they're allowed to access the drug that was actually prescribed by their physician. Um, This has potential as you would Uh, imagine to harm patients you have delayed access to the most effective treatments sometimes with severe side effects irreversible disease progression certainly creates additional frustration for patients as they're seeking treatment Senator Murkowski introduced this legislation in March of this year along with Senators Maggie Hansen Roger Marshall Jackie Rosen as well as 14 other colleagues And today is International Day Against Homophobia, Transphobia, and Biphobia, which is taking on more significance this year. ABC's Daria Almringer has more. 
The United Nations Population Fund says hard-won advances for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and intersex communities are increasingly under threat from discriminatory laws, among them restricting access to health care, reproductive rights, and choices. The American Civil Liberties Union says at least 427 anti-LGBTQ bills have been introduced or considered in the U.S. this year alone. Recently, Montana Republicans banished a transgender Democratic lawmaker from the House floor for championing a protest in the gallery over a bill to ban gender-affirming care for children. Daria Albinger, ABC News. Never miss a story or a newscast at KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.